Hello and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast talking entertainment news and reviews. I'm your host, Preston Joy, as always, by my delightful co-host. Batman. Yeah, I, I mean, the word wasn't great, but it was there. That's all I needed. We got Not it. Not much people do. Like, subscribe and tell a friend, yeah. probably. And get some sleep. Sleep's important. Sleep is important. Apparently. We're tired. I wouldn't know. Yeah. It's been a day. It's It's been a day. It's been a few days for me. Yeah, kind of same, kind of yeah. same. So we're actually recording this on Sunday, six days before we would typically record. So if anything big happens in the next, like, over Thanksgiving break, um, well, you'll hear about it next time. Tom Holland accidentally leaks a two-hour live stream of him reading <laughs> the entire script to Spider-Man No yep. Way Home. <laughs> that'll be uh, that'll be the thing that happens with our luck. That, so. that, yep. That We've got uh, out-of-date news, uh, out-of-date what you've been up to's for next week. It's fine. Everything's fine. Is it, though? Yeah, it's fine. Matt, what's happened? Anything besides the one big thing? That's just what I was trying to find out, and I have been having trouble finding anything out that has happened. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife is off to a pretty good start at the box office. All right. Um, looking at uh, probably around a $50 million um, 40 to $50 million opening weekend, which is not bad for pandemic era, yeah. non-super high profile movie. I mean, Ghostbusters is popular. It's yeah. a, despite what they've tried to do to the brand over since the original came out. Yeah. It remains a popular movie, uh, cult classic for a lot of people. Um, I think this one is good. What are the reviews looking like? I have no idea. I haven't read any of them yet. I haven't heard anything bad. Yeah, I also I've, haven't heard a whole lot. It seems like one of those movies that like no news is probably all right news, especially yeah. coming off the back of whatever that 2016 one was. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's I I suspect it's entirely watchable, but not um not the late sequel to Top Blade Runner 2049, right? Or Top Gun Maverick. Does that one come out yet? It's a good question. I feel like there's a lot of movies that I feel like <laughs> we're kind of in this weird place. Yeah. Like, like that I don't know if that one's out yet. The King's Man? Did that come out in September or That's a good question. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> we're it's a really weird spot for pop there's culture. There's so many movies that I feel like have come out. Also, Red Notice? That just came out. That did come Netflix. out on Netflix. I didn't know that was a thing until it came out. And mm-hmm. it's got Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson, like and Gal Gadot, and Gal and Gal Gadot. How did that just completely go under my radar? Because someone someone described it. Uh, I think the Atlantic Film Critic described it as the perfect movie to watch while folding laundry. Oh, awesome! <laughs> and this is the future of entertainment. Yep. Um. Yeah, I don't know. God, there's so many movies that I gotta watch. Have you even seen the Eternals yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, I don't know. I think it's all part of that Marvel burnout. Like, yeah, I, I'm really still haven't watched any more except for the last episode of, um, what if? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm gonna see Spider Man. Yep. Only because of the screenshot we got of actually seeing Charlie Cox in it. Hmm. Ah, that's not true. I'm I'm excited to see the whole how all that comes together. I think that one will be an interesting one. Yeah. 
Also, also, Hannah really wants it to be her first movie back in theaters, so maybe we can double date it or something. Yeah, that'd be good. It'd be a good time. Hopefully, I don't need to have seen Eternals. Yeah, I'll try to see it. What if I just like? What if I just make that the one Marvel movie I never see? I want. I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna do that now. I really don't care about it, and I'm curious to see if I can get away with never seeing Eternals. That's a fun little experiment. Because, like, it feels like a movie that, that, like, that would be the movie that would be, it's like explaining Mm -hmm. Celestials, but if I just kind of go into the next movies, like, knowing that Celestials are, like, just big dudes, Mm -hmm. they'll probably explain it in pieces over the course of the next crucial movies. Sure. And so, don't really need to see it. Yeah. And the fact that I do know that almost everybody either dies or goes away. Probably Harry Styles is a thing. I was apparently aware of that. A a poster with him on it. What's Marvel even doing? Have you seen it yet? No. Oh. You care about the spoiler for the post-credit scene at all? Yes. Okay. Never mind then. Ignore that. I I still am very intrigued by it. It's gotten not great reviews generally but it looks like an interesting bad movie it's like i've heard that it's boring oh my favorite kind (laughs) (laughs) um kaylin enjoyed it okay she said she 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 thought it was good um she also gets bored at action so i'm Ah. curious how that because i assumed that it was gonna be like it's a boring plot but the action is fun but if Kalen enjoyed it, then I feel like that's not the case then. It doesn't sound like Chloe Zhao's cup of tea, though. Right. She's going to do something like, a little more meditative thing? and yeah. contemplative. and I don't know. Maybe I'll go try to see it this week. Yeah. I can... I'm going to see if I can get away with never seeing it. Maybe I can work in like a early Wednesday showing into my schedule. <laughs> I have a planner now. Like a physical planner? Like an actual physical planner that I write in. Oh. I just use my Google Calendar. Yeah, I wouldn't Got be able to do that. reminders and tasks and mm-hmm. things everywhere. That's a very color-coded. Yep. Like, so it's a planner, but it's just digital. Yeah. I just, I for one thing, it's a cute little notebook mm-hmm. that I got on our honeymoon. Um, and also, I am a firm believer in handwriting whenever possible. Mm. Um, all of my first drafts of anything that I ever write, um, as far as like prose or poetry or music, always handwritten Hmm. i think that you think better when you think a little slower and more deliberately and i think that's important planner has nothing to do with that not have adhd (laughs) (laughs) there's no ability to be like i'm gonna think this through it's like oh my god it's in my head i gotta get it down somewhere important fast and that's what my calendar's for Mm. (laughs) (laughs) no this is not news yeah who cares who cares it's a slow news week yeah except for the one big thing except for talk the about one the big one thing. big thing don't worry yeah do i have anything other than other small things that's not what i clicked on um campaign three of critical role uh the uh travis this is going to be only for the few people that pay attention this to is all of this. already whoosh uh one of the main characters one of the main players who has been one of the seven staples of all of it uh he had his character from the very beginning and from day one of this campaign i was like that character's gonna die i know he's gonna die and he died and i was right well good good for you all i want to talk about i just want i just want i just want that to be known that i called it uh 
Gage, our editor, also knows that I called it because I called it to him and mm-hmm. to all the other D&D players of our group. Yep. Uh, Let me also right. just point out, speaking of Gage and calling things, Gage is the only one that knows this, but on the way to Star Wars The Last Jedi, I called that Snoke was going to die. And I was in the car with Gage and Gage only. Were you? Yep. Was Gage here? Yep. The Last Jedi? Yep. Where was I? You were driving separately with someone else. Did we go with a bunch of people? A few people. We were in the back left. With we like were in a the cool way back cluster, left at ten thirty. It was at the top or the far front right where the person talked in the middle of the silent bit. Yep. And like I got very angry. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I forgot that that was Last Jedi. God, I forgot Last Jedi happened while people still lived in Oklahoma with us. Yeah. God, that was like. Two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, four years ago. When did it come out? 2017. I don't like it. I don't like that. We're that far away from 2017 when it still feels like 2010 to me. Yeah. Anyway, 2010. I'm still pretty sure it's like 2005. (laughs) (laughs) Doing news and feeling like olds. (laughs) (laughs) These are witticisms right here. What's our time looking at? Uh, we're nine minutes yeah we're killing some time here this is great i feel like we're so much further into it we don't have like anything else to talk about besides the spider we can talk about the big thing let's talk about the spider-man trailer and i'll i'll kind of i'll kind of scroll through and see if i can figure out any other news to talk about in the meantime well let's talk about real quick uh there's not a whole lot to talk about with the trailer oh i've got some things to talk about in the trailer okay let's talk about the trailer then okay i was gonna talk about like the other stuff that has happened around it like the charlie cox and the mm-hmm. um phantom punch you know what i'm talking about with the nope. phantom punch oh really let's talk about your things we'll get to the phantom we'll talk about the phantom punch it, it will get talked about we're not gonna okay all right so what, 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 Golly. what are your thoughts well we got a trailer we, we got, got a, trailer. a we got a new spider-man trailer yeah, we did. um i was pleased that this is the full teaser or the full trailer to follow the two and a half minute teaser that's a teaser not a trailer yeah and usually those are a letdown and i was not let down by this i felt like this was very exciting and i'm yeah. still intrigued for the movie and i think i think they opened up some interesting doors thematically mm-hmm. because instead of oh no spider-man's gonna have to fight six villains which it, we'll come back to that in a second yeah. it's spider-man has to fight six villains but save them from themselves mm-hmm. And there's some interesting questions about what does it mean to be a superhero, man? Like, what you got to save everybody, man. Peter Parker, you want everything, but everyone's pulling you in every different direction. And what if one of those different directions is having to save the villains from? I don't know. It's a it's a new interesting twist on it. Yeah, I mean, I think that this Peter Parker has always like this Spider Man has always played along those themes of like the ambiguity of super super or superhero mm-hmm. supervillain, like. And you have all the other main characters where it's like, that is a supervillain. I'm going to beat the shit out of you and defeat you handily mm-hmm. and without remorse. Yeah. Uh, this Spider-Man, like Vulture. He goes out of his way to save Vulture in the yep. final fight multiple uh, times. You have Mysterio where he's his friend and gets betrayed. So it's less of like a uh, bad guy. Like the bad guy is like not really a bad guy until the very end mm-hmm. when you found discover. So that's more of like a betrayal. Yeah. And like trusting your own instincts. Yep. Um, and now this one, where, like, he's definitely working with Doc Ock. Like... Oh, yeah. I, I love that idea that, like, it's... <sighs> they do it well in the Spider-Man game, 
they do it pretty well in Spider-Man 2, where it's like, Doc Ock is like a, is a very understandable villain. Like, he mm-hmm. got, like, the arms were just because his body was deteriorating and he needed help. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, the arms are kind of what's controlling him and he gets a little bit, like, crazy, but, like, he's understandable. Mm-hmm. And so giving him this chance in a movie to, like, be Doc Ock, but not angry bad guy to kill everyone all the time right will be fun yeah it'll be a good twist and alfred molina's a great actor good to have him back good to give him a chance there um i think you'll have like um what, are the, what do you think the difference between electro and green goblin will be in the story because both of them are kind of like out for revenge villains that just mm-hmm. want to defeat Spider-Man. What do you think the difference is between the two of them? Or do you think they're going to be the same character? Um, I think Electro's more likely to be kind of a secondary villain. Oh, I zap people. I don't want to zap myself too hard. <laughs> um, but Green Goblin, there is that. There is the voiceover line where he's talking about, okay, you're being pulled in too many directions. He's the older, wiser villain that really understands Spider-Man yeah. and kind of where he's coming from and who he is. Um, and he can be sort of the the devil on his shoulder mm-hmm. in some sense, um, not playing exactly the Doc Ock role of working with him necessarily, but maybe being almost a little more of an antihero okay. um, or less purely villainous, I guess. Okay. Um, I don't know. I am kind of just spitballing here based on very little information. Yeah. But I think that there are more interesting roles for him than just cackling and throwing bombs although yeah. i'm sure we'll get some cat we got oh, some cackling well, got and throwing some, bombs we're and... gonna get some good cackles and bomb throws yeah <laughs> cackle uh, bombs don't really have anything of sandman except for just the one shot of he's, he's a big sandy man big sandy man <laughs> uh electro basically is just like you're not gonna stop me or like whatever he said is some other version of that mm-hmm. um and he's zapping around the big old zappy man big old zappy man he's got i think it's for some reason, I maybe I zoned out for a second, uh, but you get a shot of like his little, like his actual, um, the three spikes on his head that in the comics he's got. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like it's an energy. It's, it's good costume design. It's yeah, I love like, like Marvel has always done proper. Marvel has always done a really good job mm-hmm. of like keeping costume design looking good and uh, yeah, close to the original. Yep. Um. So you said six. Yeah. And there's been the discussion about this that like we have five confirmed villains. Sandman, Dr. Ock, Electro, Green Goblin. Who am I forgetting? Uh uh J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> the very concept of responsibility itself. There we go, made it to six people. <laughs> uh what Okay, wait. Before Okay, let's we've got the four. We also not it's not two ways yet have you seen venom 2 no do you know about the post credits of venom 2 no do you mind if i spoil it yeah go for it uh spoilers for post credits of venom 2 uh carnage is in prison or something and he goes hey something i don't there's some interaction to michael keaton saying yeah we knew that what up boy we got we knew that from the morbius trailer we knew from the Morbius trailer that those universes were connected. Did we? 
I thought it was like a it was like a line that referenced it. No, we straight up saw Michael Keaton in the Morbius trailer like a year ago. You remember that terrible trailer that had like the slowed down Fear Elise in it? Yeah, it was but I, it wasn't like I don't know. Morbius was the same universe as Venom. I thought Venom was a separate thing. Morbius is supposed to be attached to oh, Spider Man. I I thought I thought known Venom was like a completely separate thing, and there was this building of like Vulture and all that stuff. Mm, I thought we'd known all along that. All of the Sony guys were. Nah, well, it doesn't matter how you figure it out. Didn't we get out. a new Morbius trailer a couple, couple weeks ago? Yeah, we did. I didn't watch it. I did. Is it bad? I mean, it's about what you expect. So bad? It's not bad. It just looks like a weird, morose little movie that doesn't know what it wants to do with its Pretty life. Pretty much. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, He becomes a, he becomes a bat guy. He doesn't really want to be a bat guy, but... Batman crossover. Uh, um. So Venom. So Venom exists in this world, in the world with this Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we have, um, possibly the. I think what it was, it was possibly the Hobgoblin, mm. because we do see a Green Goblin glider thing, but like the paused and gain cranked shots of it, it there is no helmet and it doesn't look like willem dafoe at hmm. all um i don't know i feel like people there's Stunt like double? one person who's like confident that it's ned but it doesn't really look like ned but also we've had two versions of hobgoblin in mm-hmm. these other universes so it's probably just gonna be one of them yeah. hilarious if we get both of them because that's the only <laughs> villain that we've seen in both versions yeah both prior versions no i'm the real oh, hobgoblin that's the fifth one. Oh yeah 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 <laughs> which Okay. I'm just going to get to this right now. Phantom Punch. Um, in, I can't remember what version of it. I think it was the UK version of the trailer. Okay. That shot where like it's Sandman, Venom, and, or Sandman, um, Lizard, and whoever else it was, um, mm-hmm. jumping at the one Spider-Man. It's actually extended and you see Venom or the Lizard getting just absolutely clobbered in the face by something you can't see <gasps> so it's definitely the other two spider-men are like on the top and the bottom of the frames and it's like a uh, three on three thing and like venom gets probably decked by andrew garfield spider-man yep but it's like one of those things where it's like we all know marvel is fantastic it's hilarious that after inf- after yeah infinity war mm-hmm. we start looking at what isn't there yep because it used to just be like oh what can we see but then we saw like the hulk thing happen and we're like Oh, they're starting to like actually like cut and add things into these trailers. Yep. And so like that happened. We're like Spider Man, three Spider Man. Yep. That's what's happening. So so we know they're coming in. That is like one hundred percent confirmed now. Like it's like there's so much evidence of just like you know it's like oh that would it's pretty sure that that would that's what that means. Yeah. But there's like you know when you have. 800 things all that have like a 50 percent chance of meaning the same thing statistics pretty much brings it up to 100 <laughs> to an absolute certainty yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so uh we know that's happening yep so that's obvious um i just wanted to talk about that that's what the phantom punch was mm-hmm. uh, we also there is one shot where he there's like spider-man's like gets yanked back down by dr strange uh if you see like the frame at the beginning of it uh his leg is getting webbed Mm -hmm. through a portal um 
so probably a spider-man is trying to web him through a portal for some reason mm-hmm. whatever that um also andrew garfield is not that fantastic at hiding <laughs> <laughs> hiding so people like ask him yep. like oh is this a thing and he's just like <laughs> no <laughs> um so what i want to talk about is what when when because all of them are alive all the villains are alive mm-hmm. when what when and what like turns out it's the multiverse so the rules don't matter <laughs> like is it is are each of these these two universes or multiverses or whatever the actual universe of those movies like those events are happening because mm-hmm. that wouldn't make sense that sandman and green goblin are together because green goblin died before sandman was made right and so what what do you think it is i think it's just i think they'll write their way out of it and it yeah. won't make a whole lot of sense under intense scrutiny but you won't care because cackle bombs yeah cackle bombs um so are we deciding that venom is the sixth villain probably well, that's the other thing, though, is we've had allusions to so many other ones. Mm-hmm. Like Scorpion was in the post credit of Homecoming. We know he's around so at some he's point. in this universe actively. Yep. Venom is theoretically in it. Yep. But um, that one, then Morbius is a thing. Um, Vulture is also still alive and around. True. So he could be that. Uh, Mysterio's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be Vulture. Vulture could end up breaking out. Yep. That would make total sense. Um, it's also his own villain because yep. that's, I feel like in something like this, that's something you need, like having him face against all of these other people that he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. You need something that he connects to. Mm-hmm. And either that's uh, Vulture or Ned becoming <laughs> Hobgoblin. <laughs> Which I can't see how they plausibly make that work, but yeah. you know, it could be interesting. Maybe he gets cackle bombed and, but it's like not a blow up bomb. It's a slow motion bomb going by his face and turns him into Hobgoblin. Yeah. That happened in That happened in Spider Man three, didn't it? Spider Man three. What uh, a movie. I don't know. So I think maybe Vulture. Vulture might be the sixth. Um It's plausible. So let's uh, extrapolate on things that aren't the trailer anymore. So you think they're gonna be the Sinister Sticks? Sinister si- Sinister Six. I think that if they've got five villains, they might as well go for the sixth. What if they bring back Paul Giamatti as the rhino? <laughs> that was the other option. He's just got a big welt on his head from that, uh, from the manhole, manhole cover. cover. <laughs> He's just angry about that. Does he really want to like... Hey, Parker, you hit, you hit me on the head with a manhole cover. <laughs> that is exactly what he says. And then gets hit in the head by three manhole covers all (laughs) coming from different directions. Oh, what do you think is going to be like the ending of this? Uh, Cartoon Miles Morales pops out of a portal and says, come with me. I need you to help my universe also. Are we going to get like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of movie where it's like... Oh, I am here for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well... I don't know, because End of Loki kind of sets up some interdimensional shenanigans Mm -hmm. on a large scale. This one sets up some interdimensional shenanigans on probably a smaller scale, but it could be something that um, 
So as far as like within the scope of this movie itself, probably Spider-Man crams all his respective villains back into their respective universes and then has to go through some tremendous personal sacrifice to undo everything. Um, Either he dies or he has to actually let everyone forget that he's Spider-Man and go through all that again. And um, which would be actually kind of a cool little thing kind of isolates him again. Yeah. Um, sort of what they do with, uh, no time to die in some sense. Um, but fewer missiles. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, as far as like the broader implications for the Marvel universe, uh, I mean, it's pretty clear that this is going to be some sort of instigating incident for multiverse of madness, um, which is coming in March, I believe. So, Multiverse doc- of Marchness. Marchiverse March Madness. Of March Madness. Multiverse of March Madness. There we go. He just it's a it's a Space Jam crossover and they just <laughs> Damn they it. just play basketball. <laughs> that'd, that'd be pretty good. It'd be terrible. Also be expensive cuz Space Jam is Warner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um they would never play ball. Get it? get it because ball and and basketball and like the phrase for people getting along they play ball i don't have enough breath in my lungs to sigh as longly and loudly (laughs) as i need to sigh right now as lengthily length lengthily (laughs) um do you think any of the spider-men are gonna die uh if any of them do it's gonna be tom holland oh oh you think holland's gonna die i think he's the most likely of the three but i think it's kind of unlikely that any of them will yeah um but it could be a self-sacrifice kind of situation where for whatever reason he needs to explode to close all the portals and so he explodes in a blaze of cgi glory and the universe is never the same yeah. or something and then Stephen strange is so upset about the death of his little spider pal that he uh goes mad and tears up the multiverse and i don't know i think that's kind of an unlikely let's talk about that relationship what do you think Stephen strange feels about spider-man i love that we're calling him Stephen strange now yeah um he's uh, he's probably like the he thinks of him as kind of the the troublemaker kid that like you see a lot of potential and you try to help him along, but like you keep an eye on him. But You're a little worried he... about him. Spider-Man is such small beans compared to what the Sorcerer Supreme deals with. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something more than just like the rambunctious and promising young well, man. Well, they, they died together and then saved the universe together. Yeah, but... That ties people together. I feel like there's going to be some sort of like he has taken him on for Tony, mm-hmm. like his immense respect for Tony and what Tony's been through and how Tony, how much Tony like mm-hmm. watched over Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He, for some reason, feels that it's now his responsibility to watch out for Spider-Man. I can see it. And the like that's what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. like that relationship, why mm-hmm. he specifically cares about him this much. Yeah. From the from the first trailer, trailer from the teaser, uh, the, the whole scene where they set up the spell 
is it just me or is he kind of doing a Tony Stark? Like he's going to play a little fast and loose with the rules. He's going to yeah. wink at Spider-Man when Wong's telling him not to do the thing that he's mm-hmm. totally going to do. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a Doctor Strange sort of thing. You know, he's got like a sense he's of humor. He's a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> All the magic and everything that the scrolls can totally do. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, That's like the cool uncle kind of thing. Like, Yeah. He's got a little bit more of a like bias away from the rational mm-hmm. forum that like i feel like it again like there's something more to it than just like we died together like teammates. yeah it's it's like he's like i you are my responsibility now yep and with great responsibility comes um, multiverse of march madness <laughs> uh yeah no i i i see it i dig it yeah. Oh, this is something that I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in character relationships right mm-hmm. now because of, I'll talk about it next week with right. Gladiator. Right. Um, ah, mm-hmm. you did text me about that. I I'm did. aware of that, but I'm reacting nicely for the audio here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I think this movie's going to be fun. Despite I, what I just said mm-hmm. about Marvel burnout. Mm hmm. Although I feel like this is kind of the end of my Marvel burnout. Like, mm-hmm. like this is like, I want to see this bit through. Mm-hmm. I am. Well, I'm excited about Shang-Chi. I want the, like the little ones again. I think mm-hmm. that's what it is. I'm tired of the giant scope mm-hmm. of stuff, which is why I like don't really care about Eternals. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, like little, little bits. Sure. Little bits, little movies, little movies. Shang-Chi. Little Hawkeye does a Christmas story. Little Hawkeye does a Christmas story. Honestly, I'm not super excited about the setting of that. I don't like Christmas no, stuff. No, you, you don't. Because <laughs> you're a sad, lonely boy that says bah humbug in his heart. That's not true. I like Christmas. I just hate when the entire soundtrack of an entire show is the jingling of the bells mm-hmm. and the same sound Mm -hmm. as everything else i think a sequence of words is coming out of your mouth that's trying to make a reasonable and logical argument but all i'm hearing is bah humbug that is true that is that's what's going on in my head i don't know what's coming out of my mouth (laughs) i'm just thinking bah humbug and other things are leaving my mouth (laughs) when does hawkeye come out i feel like it's like it's soon i feel like it's like this week or next week or so i think it is this month uh first episode date november 24th that is wednesday right it's Wednesday. That's right. Cool. How about that? Yeah. All right. Sweet. Maybe I'll watch it with Kaylin's family. We'll be uh, we'll be, we'll be down there for that. Yeah. And they do like those movies. I'd watch it with my in-laws, but probably none of them would really be into it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's coming out. Weird. Hmm. Feels like there hasn't been as much fanfare for this one as there was for like Loki or Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah might be that i've just been less dialed in the last month or so but maybe it's not very good it doesn't seem like that there does seem to be oh like there were clips and stuff that like he's definitely deaf Mm -hmm. i don't know if you saw that Mm -hmm. um i'm just interested to see how that happens like does he go deaf early in it Mm -hmm. or like has he been deaf and it just never came Plot up. holes. <laughs> <laughs> he just had really, really small hearing aids that now don't work for some reason. Because Maybe he got zapped by Electro. I was Crossovers. gonna say he got cackle bombed, but Oh. 
We got some sand in there. Yeah, that's it. Sand's just kind of <laughs> gumming up the works. Sandman's just like, <laughs> you can't hear. <laughs> it's like, hey, Sandman, wrong orifice. Because the Sandman, that's the whole thing about sand, is they put yeah, sand in your put eyes. Sand in your eyes and then you get old goopies in your old goopies, eye corners. Which I probably still have, honestly. It's been a rough day. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Back to Spider-Man. Back to Spider-Man. Is there anything else to talk about Spider-Man? Because I found a couple of minor headlines that we can talk about. Mm. I don't know. I feel like that's pretty much it. What if J. Jonah Jameson dies, sacrifices himself for the menace of Spider-Man? What if he falls through a portal and comes out the other side as Commissioner Gordon? <laughs> <laughs> what if he is Commissioner Gordon that <gasps> fell through a portal and came out the other side? What if he falls through, comes back out with a Fantastic Four, but from the 2014? Fan Four Stick? Fan Four Stick. With Miles Teller. And he starts screaming at Miles Teller to go at his tempo. <laughs> and everyone Got looks at eventually. Michael B. Jordan and was like, weren't you, like, genocidal? A few years ago? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. No. No, that's Jamie... Michael Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. It's Jamie Foxx that's Electro. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan was in Black Panther, though. Yeah. Why is Michael B. Jordan there? Fantastic Four Stick. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think you're talking about Electro, and I was like, what? what is going on? Wrong black person. <laughs> I got you now. Fantastic Four Stick. Yep, yep, there it is. Yep. Who played... Oh, it was um, uh, almost completely unknown person, except not completely unknown. She was in um, House of Cards. Yeah, Kate Mara. No, she's... Kate Mara. Yeah, she's in other stuff too. Yeah, she's she's not an unknown. Yeah, she's she's not like a top tier actress, but no. she's like like a B B level, C level. She's in stuff. Depends on what you call your levels. Like if you're talking like A tier is like Meryl Streep and no one else, then you know she's a C tier. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. What are the other, what are the little, little bit little bit ones you got? I got a panic for you. Doctor Strange sequel undergoing quote significant reshoots. So like maybe five minutes worth of footage being reshot. The Doctor is on kill a call till Christmas as the actors and crew shoot six days a week until the end of the year, according to the Hollywood Reporter. So this is for Multiverse of Madness. Yep. Hmm. Usually, I'm not inclined to panic about reshoots. So, okay. Here is a possible theory of why it's not a bad thing. It could be planned. Mm -hmm. It could be something that they kept, that they shot a movie based on nobody knowing what was happening in Spider-Man, mm -hmm. finished Spider-Man up, and then now allowing the actors to know what happened in the Spider-Man movie mm -hmm. because they just shot it can now reshoot scenes that are actually have to do with what happened in Spider-Man. Interesting theory, but you're forgetting one crucial thing about movie studios. They love money. They hate spending a whole bunch of money that they don't need to spend making but an Marvel entire movie. Marvel loves to spend a lot of money on keeping things secret. It doesn't take a lot of money to digitally erase something in a trailer for a two-second shot. You pay some intern $10 yeah. an hour and they do that. It could also, I mean, look, there's a number of solutions to it. Yeah, no, like, I mean, it like, could be that, like, maybe a important side actor, like, 
died or like yeah. some contract thing fell through and they have to like reshoot with them out of it or something. Yeah. Like that. Maybe they just need to rethink. I mean, Rogue One was the last movie I can remember going through quote significant reshoots close to the release date because mm-hmm. they basically rewrote the entire third act. Yeah. That was a great movie. That was arguably the best Star Wars movie since Empire. When did Rogue One come out? 2016. So that was after. No, that was before Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta go back and watch it again. I I know you don't like it, but I feel like I. There might be a reason I don't like it that isn't that it actually is bad. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I need to watch it again and try to like either identify why I don't like it mm-hmm. or just get over myself. <laughs> The Tarkin real doll is unsettling, but I think like one of my main problems. To me, it felt like a fake Star Wars, like a uh, like an off Star Wars, mm-hmm. and I think it was like really accented by the bad guy soundtrack, which was basically some gross amalgamation of the Imperial March and Kylo yeah, Ren's thing. That is true, and like um... so that on top of my general feeling that the movie is kind of like an off-brand Star Wars, just made me feel really like that it was an off-brand Star Wars. Yeah, Michael Giacchino's uh, done a lot of good music in his day, but that's not one of his finer. Yeah, and so I feel like I need to go back and watch it again and try to like... Just mute it and watch with subtitles. (laughs) (laughs) I was just gonna say, just like try to appreciate that it is a different Star Wars story. Yeah. Not intended to be Star Wars. It does not feel like Star Wars and should not feel like Star Wars in general. I feel like Mandalorian is kind of along the same vein that it's not Star Wars, Star Wars. So maybe I will be a little bit more accepting of it. Mm -hmm. So I'll give it a shot again. Cool. At some point. Cool. Significant reshoots. Could be, could be substantial significant. Could be, uh, there, the threshold for significant is like, not that much could be they got to the editing room and realized that they needed that one of the effects wasn't going to work the way they wanted it to and had to redo everything about it yeah there's going to be like a uh an announce or some uh announcement what am i thinking of press conference Eh. just something that the uh script supervisor has been fired and that's going to explain everything because like script supervisor is basically in charge of making sure continuity is a thing, and it's probably <laughs> if they get fired, it's because they've done a terrible job of making sure continuity, and so everything in the entire movie has bad continuity, and they have to reshoot the whole movie to get continuity back in order. <laughs> Just like Doctor Strange, like is missing a jacket or missing his coat in one scene, like from shot to shot, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently one part of it is they weren't able to shoot all of the things that they needed to shoot originally due to actor availability problems. Mm. Um, potentially Elizabeth Olsen was doing WandaVision or something. And yeah. Although I feel like with those being in the same yeah, studio, they'd worked the something studio. out there. Yeah. Olsen's Benedict Cumberbatch doing... has done a couple things Olsen's, recently. Uh, Olsen's, Olsen's done some Bum- stuff. Cumble- Cum- Bum- Bumblebatch. Who else is involved in that movie? Wong. Wong probably. Benedict Wong. No, Benedict. Yeah, Wong. Isn't his actually the actor's actual last name is Wong too? Yeah. Yeah. This throws me off. When actors it's, have it's weird names. when that happens. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like all of them have been kind of doing stuff, so it was probably just yeah. Okay. 
probably makes up a good chunk of it. What yeah. else? Um, Rook Shield's new risque photo reminds us we can be playful and sexy at any age. Oh, thank God. I've been waiting for that reassurance. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Who? <laughs> Rook Shields. She was hot stuff in the 80s. Wasn't alive in the 80s. <laughs> I don't know. I think I accidentally clicked that headline when I was scrolling through Hollywood Reporter. Anything else? That's all I got. That's all I got. All right, we're at 41 minutes. That's totally fine. We've suitably spun our wheels. Shall we? We probably better shall. I'm so tired. One more episode. We got this. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, and other places where fine podcasts are purveyed, with the exception of... SoundCloud. SoundCloud. We're not on SoundCloud. We're not on SoundCloud. Don't go to SoundCloud. If you go to SoundCloud, you'll be disappointed. We actually got yelled at because we... uh... Like when our subscription to SoundCloud ended, it was like, hey, your uh, number amount of time limit is three hours and you're over it. And we're like, yeah, we're over it by about uh, 200 hours. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, don't go to SoundCloud and expect anything. I don't know if the episodes are still up. I don't think they are. I think they all got like Mm -hmm. unlisted. Yep. Yeeted into the void. Yeeted into the void. But we're pretty much everywhere else. The yep. the distrib- dis- distributor we use now, or the host we use now, mm-hmm. distributes so many more places. It's true. The local drug dealer on your street corner, he's selling our podcast. Yeah, it's like right next to all the watches that he sells. Because mm-hmm. that's yeah. things that people sell. Yeah. He's got transcripts and little audio cassettes that you can pop into your little audio cassette player and listen to us. Very nice. It's a good, good distribution model. Um... Let's see. What do we got coming up that we're talking about? Who knows? We don't really talk about stuff except about things stuff. that are happening and things, things that we've been doing. So Yeah, we're uh, figuring it out. We started our discussions of what to do, except every single time we record, we're exhausted, so we don't really get very far. It's been, well, in, in fairness to us, since we have kind of gone on hiatus from content, we have had some unusual busyness things. Yeah. Life in general has been chaos. Yep. Thank God we went on content hiatus because this would have been so much worse. Yes, this would be very unpleasant. <laughs> um, yeah, and we've got holiday weekend this weekend, but um, yeah, we can start really locking things in, thinking about things yeah. more clearly coming up soon here. Yep. All right uh we're nominally on social media i still feel the need to say this thing otherwise my brain yells at me for the remainder of the evening uh we're on facebook we're on twitter at just us losers pod on instagram same handle at just us losers pod does preston really need to see the eternals let us know just us losers pod at gmail.com thanks for listening bye bye bye, bye.